Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Affiliate Journey, and I'm your host, Miodrag Milenkovic. All right. And if you're new to the podcast, uh, there is a new episode with like amazing people, affiliate marketers, marketers, funnel builders, all, all kinds of folks coming every Friday. And perhaps soon I will start releasing two episodes a week but until then a new episode is out every friday and if you are interested in this kind of content i would urge you to subscribe because i promise you will get a lot of value every week anyways my today guest is well known in this click community so if you're if you're using click funnels so if you're in any related group you know kevin steven he is the man he helps so many people and what's different about his approach is that he helps selflessly without like going for that sell. He genuinely wants to help people and he also helped me like after first encounter we had on this podcast and he's such a genuine and amazing dude and I had like pretty pretty amazing time talking to him. Uh, this this episode is a little bit longer because Kevin also likes talking a lot and we got it to like hour and 20 minutes and usually episodes are around 30 or like 30 minutes or one hour but I think it will be well worth your time like Kevin Kevin has 25 years of experience in sales and if you want to leave your job and do anything online you will have to learn how to sell people so i think you will get a lot out of this conversation so please sit back and enjoy You're listening to Affiliate Journey with Miodrag Milenkovic, and I'm super pumped to present my guest today, Kevin. Welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing? Miodrag, thank you so much. I'm doing well. Thank you. I truly appreciate you asking me to be on your show. I appreciate you taking the time to come here, brother. Uh, can you tell the listeners who haven't heard of you a little bit about why did you choose to work online and what is your background story of doing this yeah you know um i'll try and i'll try and shorten it usually when i get started on this it takes forever um i spent 25 years in the tech space running sales teams at some really big manufacturing companies so i spent a lot of time traveling uh, managing up to 75 people on a sales team responsible for some sales targets that were in excess of 350 million us annually each year so take ClickFunnels revenue last year, multiply that three and a half times, I carried that as a sales goal. So I spent a lot of time in the field selling, uh, stepped away from that uh, a few years back, uh, just really got burned out on the corporate structure and uh, started working more locally. And about three years ago, came up with my first software idea. So we launched a software company in 2016. And consequently, in 2000 where are we? We're in 19 now, 2017, we launched a second and a third software. And so uh, we've started, uh, we started out doing software development. And that's where I've been in the last three years. And a little over a year ago, so June of last year, uh, I got to talking with a local digital marketing agency, and they're talking with me about sales funnels and these companies called 
Kajabi and ClickFunnels and Kartra. And I'm like, what the heck are you guys talking about? So my team and I are sitting in a meeting with these extremely smart guys who at the time were managing some really big names in this space. Uh, they managed a, a kid named Drew Manning, who is the fit to fat to fit keto guy. So they managed him. They managed a gal named uh, Natalie Hodson, who is, uh, she's the, uh, what's she, she called boss mom or something like that. She's a, she's a divorced mom, like two or three kids who put together this whole health and fitness thing. And I think at the time she was turning about 2 million a month in revenue. So this digital agency that we were introduced to, uh, to drive, to try and drive, um, um, sales leads for us for our, one of our software products started introducing to me to this digital marketing space. It took me about 45 days to get a signed scope of work back to them. And that's because right after they got us a scope of work, here's what they offered. Here's the cost to do this. We had to vote out a partner from one of our software companies. And it took us about 45 days just to get through that process. And then it took us about 15 months to get through the state and the federal government in relation oh, to this wow. guy. But yeah, so I got assigned scope of work back to these guys. By the time I got it back to them, they're like, we're so busy, we can't take you on as a client. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And, uh, and that was it. They couldn't, take, they couldn't take our company on as a client, but they'd introduced me to this, this world of sales funnels and click funnels and, and whatnot. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't start in the click funnels space really until July or August of last year because I started building things in this company called Kartra. I couldn't figure it out. My son is like, dad, let's take a look at that sales or that ClickFunnels place. And that's where it all started for me. So about a little over a year ago, I got started in the ClickFunnels space and it grew from just ClickFunnels to affiliate marketing and books and e-commerce. I mean, in a year, I've got so many projects going on that I'm just like, and literally I'm like a year ago, what is ClickFunnels? To a year later, I've got all these projects that are happening. So it's, you know, it's probably, not as long as I normally am, but that was probably a long way to say uh, by accident. I've truly got started in this space on accident. My apologies. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. By accident. To totally by accident. That's very interesting. Now, tell me, what did you learn in that vast experience of sales for like, what did you say, over 20 years? Uh, 25 years in 1991. What year oh, is this? 99 or 2019? I was born at 1991. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's crazy. So uh, my son was born in 92. So I've got a kid your age. Um, yeah, in 1991, I got, I got started in the tech space. I first went to work for a company called Micron Technology. And Micron Technology is a, a hardware manufacturing company based in Boise. They do billions a year in sales. I went to work for those folks and realized there's no way in hell I can work for you people. And after about 90 days, I left. But I got started in the tech space, and then I got started working at another technology company on the sales side, um, and that progressively grew into working for a local-level technology integration company to large-scale manufacturing companies. My first, so 2008, I went to work for a Taiwanese-based manufacturing company, and that was my first manufacturer that I went to work for as a regional sales manager. So I was running a, a region, a large region in the U.S., running their sales program for that, uh, for that area. And that evolved into bigger and bigger companies. At one point, I was a sales director at a company called Smart Technologies, 
uh, interactive whiteboards, smart whiteboards that go up on walls and people can annotate on them and, and do all sorts of crazy things. Uh, I went to work for that company. They were a 1.6 billion a year company. And so, you know, larger and larger companies, um, um, larger teams I was managing and very, very big quotas I had to hit. So I uh, got started in hardware and software, selling hardware and software products back in 1991. Left that uh, officially around 2013, 2014, um, and really started to go to work for myself around 2015, and then 2016 we launched our first software. So I've been uh, I've been an entrepreneur since about 2015. So about the last four years. And what made you sick in the corporate world? Why did you made a transition? Yeah, so much travel. I mean, I was always on the road. I lost a marriage because of it. I was always on the road, and she's like, I don't even have a husband. You know, I was always gone. And uh, I remember the last year that I was married, which was 2007, that year out of 52 work weeks in a year, I had traveled 48 work weeks. Oh. So, and then when I was home, she'd want to go on a vacation. I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to travel. Or, I mean, I don't want to get on a plane and fly anywhere. And uh, so, I mean, it just, we grew, we grew apart. And it was a big realization for me, you know, uh, when uh, when we divorced in 2008, just early 2008, it was a big realization to me that, uh, my gosh, I've been giving my life to these corporate companies for forever. But the money was so good, I didn't want to quit it. I mean, in 2009, 2009, 2010 is when the the uh, the market over here really took a dump, a crash. There was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of layoffs, a lot of it hit the tech industry really bad. And uh, I remember in 2009, I made uh, I made a half a million that year working for this company. So I made 490, I think it was $493,000 that year working for uh, this company. And they let me go just before the end of the year and they didn't have to pay me my bonus. My bonus they owed me was 125 grand because of the timing. And, and to make a long story short, it was a kind of a wake up call for me. I'm like, I'm controlled by by people I work for, and I'm limited as well. I mean, that company we did 360 million dollars in sales that year at 53% profitability. Okay, so 53% profitability on 360 million, 365 million in revenue is a huge chunk of change, and I made 493 thousand, and you screwed me out of my 125 thousand dollar bonus. It was a big wake up call for me that I'm working for other people who control everything in my life. They absolutely do. I loved it. I was making amazing money, but I was always gone. I was never home, never got to see my kids. My kids, two of my three kids moved in with me full time. And so I've got two kids living with me full time going to school and I'm on the road all the time. And finally, one day I just woke up and said, I can't do this anymore and uh, walked away from that, that tech sector. So that was what, 2000. 15-ish. I was done there. So that's 24 years working in that corporate space and just had enough. I just really, I, I have had enough. Um, I love the entrepreneur space now. I love what I'm doing. I love everything in relation to the affiliate marketing is fun. Selling somebody else's product and making money on it is amazing. I love that aspect. Yeah. Uh, creating my own stuff now, creating my own uh, coaching courses. So I'm taking 25 plus years of experience of managing salespeople and bringing that into a coaching course to help people with, you know, mindset and goals and how to get from, you know, this point to this point, 30 days, how are we going to get you there? Here's the things we're going to do. So launching a coaching course, a book, I have this crazy book coming out. Uh, so the, the book will be dropping. We just launched two new supplement companies. So 
e-commerce stuff. Um, you know, you're so busy, man. You're busy. Busy. I love it. There's a lot of things going on right now. Uh, three new podcasts. So oh. I have a podcast starting myself here pretty quick around business and sales strategies. So my own version of a podcast will go live. Uh, there's another gal in this space. Her name's Kathy Walls. We're, we're dropping a fun podcast. It's not business related. It's just two dorks talking it out on a, on a, on a podcast together. So we're going to have fun with that. It's called Scooters and Brews. So Scooters and Brews, the podcast, Kathy and I just bouncing funny stuff off each other. And then I've got a good buddy, a good Marine buddy. I'm a Marine veteran. So I've got a guy who lives across the street from me. We're, we're good friends, Jaime. And we're dropping one called Chats by the Fire. So big fire pit, he and I, local guests talking out, you know, what's going on in today's world, crazy stuff. So throw in three podcasts on top of everything else we do. So maybe maybe that explains why I only get like three to four hours of sleep a night. It sure does, brother. It sure does. Yeah. yeah. Now tell me... What was the transition transition from like the corporate world into online world? What was it like, and what did you learn? What were the difficult start uh, things? Yeah, you know, um, I've got twenty five plus years of selling my way, an old school way. I mean, today's world has changed, and how people reach their clients, their customers, how they grow their business is totally different than when I started in this space. And so it was, a, it was a real big learning curve for me because I'm bringing old school Kev into this new world. I'm like, what the, what? This doesn't even make sense. A, f- a funnel driving Facebook traffic at it. I mean, how are we going to sell anything this way? And boy, has it been a wake up call because I've learned a lot over the last year too about how you can truly target and find clients. So for me, it was just, you know, it was just, um, it, it, was, it was a pretty big wake up call. I absolutely, I mean, I love this space. I love it. It's fun. It's exciting. It's changing all the time. I mean, you've got people who are making big seven figure, you know, uh, paydays off of stuff. I'm like, what? You made a million dollars off that? How the hell did you do that? I mean, I'm just like, I've seen this. So if somebody can put something marginal like that out and crush it, imagine if you can create amazing product and get that out there. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it was a big learning curve for me. I've learned a lot from some, some really big names in this space. At first, I thought Russell Brunson was just a total dork. I'm like, this kid doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But as I've gotten to know him for a year, you know, I'll tell you a funny story after that. But as I've gotten to know to know him for uh, about a year now, we're Facebook friends now, as I've gotten to know him, um, kid is legitly smart. He is wicked smart when it comes to when it comes to finding traffic and creating sales. I'm like, what the? Well, I needed you working for me back when I was running, you know, these big companies because he would have absolutely crushed it for us. Um, we have a, a local tech startup. I live in the same town as ClickFunnels. And so there's a local tech group. There's a bunch of us that all belong to this local uh, uh, local group. And about three years ago, somebody set a meeting for Russell Brunson and I to get together and talk. We're software developers. So they set a meeting. We're going to get together and talk. I canceled the meeting on him. And boy, did he hold a grudge because he, he wouldn't talk to me for two and a half years. I'd send him friend requests. He'd deny it. I'd send him a friend request. He'd deny it. Then finally, one day, he sent me a friend request. And I was like, what? And I was half tempted to deny it just to return the favor. But I was like, nah, I better accept that. So I accepted it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy watching this space like you were just talking about and uh, how you can target and find clients in it. I mean, affiliate marketing, I, n- I never would have imagined anything like affiliate marketing 10, 15 years ago was even something that you could do. And I'm, I'm like, what? me as a little solo guy can go sell somebody else's product to make a 40, 50% commission on it. It's crazy. There's a lot of cool things about it, but 
I've got 25 years in a space in what we call our reseller channels. And our reseller channels are people who are, they're businesses, we're a business. It's businesses that are taking somebody else's hardware and software products and selling them to other businesses. That's what affiliate marketing is. So basically affiliate marketing is what I've been doing for the last 25 years. I totally understand how to sell product to somebody else. And so stepping into the affiliate marketing space was pretty easy for me because that's all I've done for 25 years is sold somebody else's product, whether it was the company I worked for or on the integration side prior to that. I mean, I was selling other manufacturers' products to clients, school districts, you know, corporate companies, even just mom and pop shops. So, I mean, I truly understand affiliate marketing from, from that level because I lived it for 25 years. I just didn't realize I was living in affiliate marketing world. So what would you, what would you share from that like huge experience you have over 25 years with affiliate marketing and what it's about building a connection with somebody. I mean, you know, Russell talks about people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. He is 100% correct. I mean, for over 25 years, I've sold to people. I've built relationships. School districts and companies I never should have got through the door on because we had, you know, in one space of, you know, probably 15 to 20 manufacturers in one space, we were number three. Number one was in this school district. And number one had a good hold on this very large school district, Los Angeles Unified School District. Uh, they, Los Angeles Unified School District had, how many students did they have? like 850,000 students in their school district. And this company, Smart, who I eventually went, they hired me, uh, but I was working with one of their competitors, um, had a stranglehold in that place. I mean, they, all their product was all around the district. And I finally got into this district. And I found a way to do it that wasn't me selling to the decision maker, which was the technology director for the district. It was me finally connecting with them. I knew he was from Boston. All my family on my dad's side is from Boston, or Boston. Massachusetts. So I knew he was from Boston and I knew he loved the Boston Red Sox, which is a baseball team. So I'm like, okay, I've got to figure out a new way to sell this guy. So this is, this is affiliate marketing. This is sales in any way it's connecting and building a relationship with somebody. So I reached out to this guy, Joe Oliver, this Irish guy who's from Boston living in Los Angeles, small places. I reach out to him and I'm like, Hey Joe, our company has a little event. We put on an event for one dude, him. I said, our company has an event happening in Phoenix, Arizona on this date. It was like six or seven weeks out. If there's any chance you can make it in town, we'd love to host you at our office. And we'll walk you through what we do, how we build things, the product, all the, the tech space of it. He's a tech guy. I knew that might help. So I sent that. But I said, also, I'm going to be there. We'd love to take you to dinner. The Boston Red Sox are in town. They're playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Why don't we go see a game? And so the guy that I could never, ever get to respond to me, ever, I invited him to our company office, come tour the manufacturing facility, and let's go see the Boston Red Sox and have dinner. I get an email back saying, I can make it work. So I was like, what the, oh my gosh. So we bought this guy a plane ticket, flew him from Los Angeles to Phoenix, landed, put him up in a hotel for two nights, took care of everything, got him out to our plant. He got to tour the facility where we actually manufactured product, got to see all the, the wires and the, the, all the crap that goes into these products, everything being laid out, printed. And so he literally got to spend a couple of hours and then he got to sit with our engineering team and talk about some ideas he had, which actually turned into product. So the cool thing was to be able to go back to him six 
nine months later and say, hey, Joe, we built that product you were talking about. And he started buying these for his district. Of course, he's going to buy from us. It's his product. We built something he gave us an idea for. So he got to buy his own product and, and roll it out through the district. Took him to the, the Red Sox game, dinner. And I went from, I can't get in the door, to building a relationship with a guy in a way that wasn't business related. And that turned into millions and millions of dollars in business for our company by doing that. So what I tell people all the time is, is you've got to build a relationship with people. You've got to connect with them. You've got to find a way to get in. Don't always be selling. I know there's a, there's a saying, always be selling. Don't always be selling. Give. I mean, truly give. Give of yourself. Be good to people. And uh, watch it come back to you in ways that you just you didn't realize could happen. So build relationships with people. That's it. I have, uh, I've been extremely fortunate since I landed in this space to build some amazing relationships with some really cool people. Um, I first reached out to my very first person who was a big name in the group that I reached out to a year ago was Blake Newbar. And we became friends. Blake Newbar and I are friends. We had, you know, we, we launched a, a private coaching academy together and uh, really got to know Blake. I recommended Blake all the time. I bought funnels from Blake. And, but uh, I built a relationship with Blake that, you know, a year later, we're still good friends. I mean, I could, he, Blake's writing a chapter in my book. I mean, I could literally, I could call Blake right now and be, what's up, brother? I mean, I could get him right on the podcast. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm here with Mildrog and we're talking about whatever, you know, and he'd be like, hey, what's up? You know, that's just, this is Blake. So I built a relationship with Blake, which meant that I, I knew I know how to build relationships with people. So there's other big names in that ClickFunnels space that I'm really good friends with. Steve Larson and I are friends. Steve Larson and I are launching software together. So I built really? a business Yeah, I built Tell a business partner. Yeah, yeah. I built a business partnership with Steve. I'm good friends with with uh, uh, with Blake. I'm good friends with Rachel Peterson. In fact, I'll be at Rachel Peterson's BossCon event in two weeks in Minneapolis. And she's like, Yeah, good friend. Come, I'll send I'll give you two VIP tickets. Come hang out with me and Paul. Paul's her husband. And so I'm going to go hang out with Rachel and Paul. Uh, but I've started to make some really cool relationships in this space just by being genuine and, and really wanting a friendship with somebody. Okay, will business happen? I don't think I'm ever going to sell anything to Rachel. She's taken care of. I'm never going to sell anything to Blake. I'm never going to sell anything to, to Steve Larson, although we're now business partners. But here's what I am going to get. I'm going to get, if somebody ever has a question or a need, I guarantee you Rachel will recommend me if it's in relation to affiliate marketing. Uh, she's going to say, you need to talk to Kevin, Kevin Steven. Blake will say the same thing. Uh, Steve Larson wants me to run his affiliate offers for him, but I'm so busy. Oh, I forgot one other thing, which is kind of funny right now, but uh, I was business development manager for JV Zoo, which is an affiliate marketplace. And I resigned from there about two, maybe three months ago and um, was talking with ClickBank about going to work for them, uh, doing some business development management for them. And uh, another team reached out to me and I accepted, which meant I passed on ClickBank to run the affiliate marketing for Jay Shetty, which is a super big, he's a super big influencer. He's got over 35 million followers. Yeah, he has 10 times the followers of Tony Robbins. Where Tony Robbins has X, Jay has 10 times as many followers on social media. And so I'm launching his, uh, his offers uh, through an affiliate process right now. So I'm his affiliate sales manager. We're building that out now. It launches on October 1st. And October 1, we'll go live. Uh, affiliates will be able to sell Jay Shetty's program. So a 199 to 699 initial offer. And then in the uh, first quarter of next year, we're launching this really big coaching course. 
So I handled the affiliate sales for Jay Shetty because I needed more to do. So at any rate, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally love this space. But what I really love most about it is connecting with people. That's, I think that's it. Hey, oh, let me connect you with so-and-so. And maybe, I mean, you know, I know someone who can help you with that or can help you with this. I've been able to introduce some really cool people to some really cool people and get them talking to each other. And it's turned into uh, business relationships for them. I mean, Jay Shetty, all of his funnels are built in lead pages, which is a competitor to ClickFunnels. The first thing I did was convince their entire team to move everything from lead pages to ClickFunnels. So they have moved their entire system to ClickFunnels. And because of relationships I've had, the three people I recommended were all hired by Jay Shetty's team. Chris Benetti, who builds all of Rachel Peterson's funnels, Alex Charfin's funnels. Chris Benetti was hired by Jay Shetty. He built, he built the very first funnel. It, it, there's seven or eight funnels in this whole package, but he built all that in ClickFunnels. He pulled that entire thing over from lead pages. He's launching it in ClickFunnels. It'll go live October 1. Uh, Krista, Krista was hired to handle all the copy. So she's writing all the copy for the funnels. Friends of mine have now been hired by Jay Shetty and his team. And it's just like, holy crap, connecting. I love being able to connect people. So I'll be in Minneapolis in two weeks with Chris Benetti and Krista, who both got hired because of my recommendation by one of the biggest social media influencers on the planet. So pretty slick. And what would you recommend to people who aren't really good? I mean, we are in the same groups and we've yeah. seen it at tons, tons of times, like people just going out, reaching out, but you can smell their commission commission breath. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. how would you Absolutely. recommend people going about it and connecting better and building that relationship? Stop selling. Stop selling to people. Provide value. Provide true, real value to people. Stop trying to sell them something. If you provide them value, you're going to build that relationship and they're going to eventually come back to you. That energy you give out is the energy you're going to get back. If you're always selling, it's not good energy. Trust me. So you're, it's just not going to come back to you in folds. I've been extremely fortunate because I help as many people as I can. I mean, I get on, uh, I just put an offer out last week to jump on 15 minute coaching calls with folks. I said, Hey, look, if you guys want to jump on a 15 minute coaching call with, with me, let's do this. I mean, I've got 25 years of experience managing salespeople. I understand business and sales strategies and 17 people in two days all signed up for a coaching call with me. So I've got all these coaching calls lined up. I'm not charging them a thing. And I truly want to help every one of them get unstuck, whatever they are stuck with currently. I want to help them get past that. Now, do I have something I want to sell them? No, I'm, I'm truly not. I have nothing. As soon as we hang up, the, well, the Zoom call, as soon as we're done with the Zoom call, um, I'll be like, hey, if you have any other questions, you have any other needs, if you're ever stuck again, just reach out. I'll help you out. Give value. That value comes back to you. It may not come back from that person, but the greater whole, the universe is going to send that stuff back to you in, 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 in good ways. So my recommendation is stop trying to sell people unless you're doing like targeted ad traffic or whatever it might be. I mean, organic, this is crazy. Organic traffic in January, the first one funnel away challenge launched five days to go until it, until it started. And I saw somebody post in a group, Hey, what kind of bonuses are you offering with your one funnel away, whatever. And I'm like reading this stuff. And I'm like, what the heck? What is that crap? I mean, he's, he's giving this guy a 10 step PDF guide on how to do something. If you sign up to him, and I created this monster. So everybody you see with these super stacked value ladders now for the one funnel away challenge, it's my fault because you know, Steve Larson, the guy. I'm the guy, <laughs> Steve Larson was doing one thing. Somebody would give away one thing. 
And I came in with a monster value stack. I mean, my thing was, you're going to get these eight softwares. I've got 10 done for you funnels. You're going to get access to my private coaching group with Blake Newbar and all these people that were in this group, Zeki Ahmed. I said, this is what I'm giving when you sign up for the $100 one funnel away challenge. And I dropped that in the ClickFunnels group. I didn't have, I didn't have a funnel. I didn't have a list, no ads, no nothing. I just put a copy paste of what I was giving for my one funnel away bonuses on that thread. And then it blew up. I put a hundred and in five days, four and a half days, I put 121 people in the one funnel away challenge oh, with that copy paste that I just dropped in the group. Everybody shared it. I woke up the next morning and had 13 people who signed up. And I'm like, what? What the? So I log in, I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then it just, it took off, it took off, it took off. And then, like I said, in just less than five days, 121 people got in the one funnel away challenge because I put an offer out there that made sense. Something I'd want. But guess what happened? Everybody started doing that. Now everybody's building these super long value stacks of what you get when you sign up with them through the One Funnel Away Challenge. Uh, Doug Botton, he's killing it because he built the same thing. He built the value stack. Here's all you get. And you get my course and you get my done for you funnels and you get all this. I'm the one that started that crap. I started in January. One guy responded back and he was like, that's insane. Why would you give so much stuff away for when I was like, why not? I don't care. Because I can. <laughs> As I can. Here's eight softwares. Here's 10 done for you funnels. Here's my coaching group. And uh, literally my coaching group that we had just launched, Blake and our team, we just launched this thing. Had like 21 people who were paying us to be in it. I gave them free access to our coaching group. Next thing I know, we've got 400 people in this coaching group. And everybody's like, Kevin, uh, none of these people paid. I'm like, I know. I mean, everybody Oops. that dropped in was free. Whoopsie daisy. But there are people you can still help. You can still provide help to them. And who knows? Something may come from that. Someone they know, a recommendation. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I created that monster called that One Funnel Away stupid long value ladder. I see stuff now and I'm like, man, that's crazy. I'm the one who started it. Uh, and, and so I did that in January. And then in February, I stopped promoting the One Funnel Away Challenge. Why? And they launched the contest. I, would just, I just realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't want to promote the, the OFA. I mean, I still got ripple effect. People still signed up. I still have over 200 something people who joined the one funnel away challenge through me. And I only promoted it for like five days. Just my, my, my funnel sat out there and people still signed up through me. But I just, I mean, I, and I literally built a real funnel after my five days of copy paste, I built a real funnel that people could land on and see my value add and what I've got in there. And here's what you're going to get when you, when you sign up with me for three and a half, almost four months, my funnel went to, um, somebody else's affiliate ID. I would change it out. I'd get somebody else's affiliate ID. I'd drop it in my funnel. If you signed up in my funnel, the commission went to somebody else. And so I was doing that for three and a half, four months. Uh, I was just like, hey, I don't need the hundred bucks. I'd rather help somebody else out. And so I was helping out single moms. There was two single moms that uh, their affiliate ID was attached to my thing. There's a kid in California that uh, his affiliate ID was attached to my deal. Um, I met a kid... Emmanuel, he's in the he's in the ClickFunnels group. I met a kid named Emmanuel from where's he from? He's from either Nigeria or Kenya, and he was really struggling. He was trying to launch, but what he really needed, he was trying to buy a, a laptop because everything everything he everything he was doing he was doing from his cell phone. And so I was like, brother, what are you trying to do? Is I'm trying to buy a, a computer. I'm like, tell you what, let me do you a favor. And so I put his affiliate ID down in my OFA link. And then I put it as a last time I promoted, it, I put it out of my deal 
I can't remember. He had 13 or 17 people sign up for the OFA under my funnel, but his affiliate ID and he made all that commission. So I, I got him that money so he could buy himself a computer to work from. We're, we literally, he did not have a ClickFunnels account. He signed up for ClickFunnels uh, and built his funnel on his offer on his cell phone. I'd sit there with him. I'd be on a Zoom call with him. He'd talk with me looking at his phone. He'd go, he's like, okay, I'll get right back on. He'd jump off the Zoom call and do what I told him to do to make it work. And then he'd jump back on the Zoom call. Okay, that's done. What's next? So we literally went back and forth for hours. Him in this third world country with a cell phone connection was building his affiliate offer right there on the phone with me. He'd jump off the Zoom, jump back on the Zoom, jump off the Zoom, jump back on the Zoom. And we got him launched. And so, you know, I mean, it's, it's been really cool to help people because you get to see amazing things like that. We're, we're very fortunate. We live in a house. We've got electricity. This kid lives, it was in a one room house that 13, 13, 14 people lived in. His mom, his dad, and all his brothers and sisters all living in a one room house in a third world country. And he's trying to build and launch his business from a cell phone. <laughs> but, that's how bad do you want it? Hustling, man. That's yeah, yeah, that's next level. Hustling. Yeah, yeah. He was doing. He was doing well. Now, speaking of next level hustling, say someone doesn't have your twenty-five years of experience, and yeah. maybe he doesn't have eight softwares and all that stuff, and he wants to promote something, whether it's OFA or some affiliate product. What right. would you recommend for someone who is like somewhat new, doesn't have some assets to promote? with a great offer. Yeah, How you know, there's a lot of people, this, sorry, there's a lot of people who started out that way. I mean, look, there's some people right now that uh, they eventually learned and created their own stuff. Doug Botton, when he first got started, I remember helping Doug Botton last summer build funnels and build a business. I got on a call with him, gave him my entire thing on what I was doing to build funnels for local businesses, and he started doing that. And then in January, uh, he, you know, he, he built his own uh, done for you funnels. So let's say I'm new in this in this industry. This is what I would recommend. Here's the first here's the first thing I did when I started out. I found local businesses that needed funnels, and I went and built funnels for them. Hey, you need you need ads for your plumbing company. So we're going to create a Facebook ad. We're going to drive people into a funnel. They're going to opt in. You've got an, you've got their email address now. You can now run your newsletter, your monthly newsletter about plumbing tips or whatever to this list of people we're building for you. Run an ad, drive it to the funnel, collect emails, and keep going. Well, uh, one that took off for me was um, a heating and ventilation company. They do furnace work. And so air conditioning units and heating units. And it's like, hey, here's what you're going to do. You're going to give away a free air filter. How much do your air filters cost you? So they're like a dollar a piece. I said, cool. So your Facebook ad is going to be get a free air filter replacement. So we'll have a tech come out to your house, They'll pull the old air filter out that's, you know, caked in dust. We'll put a clean one in and we're off the site. And so we built an ad, excuse me, drove it to a funnel. Somebody scheduled an appointment, a, a tech went out, literally pulled it out, stuck in the clean one, said, thank you. Have a great day. Is there anything I can help you with before we go? And they're just like, uh, nope, we're good to go. And off they went. So anyway, make a long story short, we um, uh, started this ad running traffic towards it and it was a, a success for them. I started building funnels for people that put cash in my pocket. So I'm using that cash to start build and do other things. So for three or four months, I built funnels for local businesses. I learned how to do affiliate marketing and I took the money that I was making um, from the funnels I was building. And I just started paying for my ClickFunnels account and for my active campaign for these other things. And then I caught 
fire because I created a Facebook group and started providing value. So I turned my Facebook page into a sales funnel and people would, you know, they'll land on my page and say, hey, look, I need you to go here, 30 days to freedom.org. And right here is the, um, uh, the link to my OFA offer. That's it. That was on my sales page, I mean, my Facebook page, on my sales funnel. So the first thing I tell somebody is learn a skill that will work in this industry and provide that value to people. I mean, learn everything you can about active campaign, how it integrates with ClickFunnels. And then you talk about how this and this and this or this feature works inside a click funnel. And people are like, what? Uh, you, you understand this? So they connect with you because they want to learn more about how you can make active campaign work for them with what they're currently using. Don't teach them click funnels. There's all sorts of people out there right now who are building and selling courses on how to create funnels. What works with click funnels in this space? Active campaign, whatever it might be, all these other softwares, master that and then learn how to use that to build an audience so people come to your facebook page they see who you are they'll see your your links on your cover photo i want you to go here here here's my facebook group join my group i'm gonna teach you everything i can about how to integrate active campaign into your funnels you start to build a following and people start to recommend you you help somebody out the next person that asks about it is oh man you need you need to talk to so and so this is what they do you need to talk to so and so this is what they do so you start to build an audience it's not a quick play but it's a long play. And the beauty of it is you start to become the person known for that. And so people recommend you all the time. They recommend you all the time. I, I got tagged today uh, in the Clip Funnels group. A gentleman named Seth Driggs, Diggs, uh, was asking, who do I need to talk to about launching an affiliate offer? I was the first person tagged. You got to talk to Kevin Steven. Second person tagged. You got to talk to Kevin Steven or Kristen Hayes, which is a good friend and partner of mine. So I get tagged in these things because people are like, hey, if it's anything to do with affiliate, you got to talk to Kevin Steven. And um, so, I mean, that happens. You start to become known for something and people tag you in it all the time. That ripple effect happens. People start to drop into your group. They see your Facebook page. They start to go to your offers and they start to buy from you because they know, like, and trust you. Uh, my little Facebook group, um, Digital Impact, how long has it been launched now? Maybe nine months, 10 months. And we're at 36, almost 3,700 people in the group and growing. Because of that, provide value. People look at my Facebook page and they always oh, got a group, and they they always request to join my group. They always request to join my group. So do that. Provide value. They come to your page. Provide value. They come to your page. And when they get to your page, make sure your Facebook page speaks to who you are and what you do and where you want them to go. These are my offers in the cover photo. Click on the cover photo. Here's easy links you can just click on right now. Get a 14-day free trial of ClickFunnels. This is what I use to make thousands and thousands of dollars in the last year. Click here whatever it might be, your Facebook group down the side, they join your group and in your group, you start to provide value. You start to bring in people. Um, that's the other thing too, is I tell people in your, in, your, in your ability to connect with folks, invite them. They love to talk. They love to come on podcasts. They love to come into your groups. They love to talk about what it is they do and how they got to where they are today. Well, bring them in your group. Blake Newbar has gone live in my group quite a few times. Uh, I brought in Rachel Peterson. I brought in, a, I'm sure if I reached out to Steve, I could bring him into my group. Well, the beauty of bringing like a Blake Newbar or a Rachel or Steve Larson in your group to come speak to your group, no matter the size, you get their audience. So now you put a post up on your Facebook page. Hey, you guys, on Thursday at 4 p.m., I'm going live with Steve Larson in my group. Here, you tag Steve Larson and you're going live in that group. Well, guess what? Everybody that Steve is connected to sees that post where you just tagged him and they're like, what? They're going, going live in his group. Let me go. 
I'm going to go join his group. I want to go see what this Facebook Live is about. And we'll learn more about Steve or whatever's going on on this call. And so you change it up. And then the other thing, too, is, is um, they get asked all the same questions all the time. Change up your questions, asking goofy stuff. I mean, just things that they weren't expecting because they've got their script down. They know what they're going to talk about. Hey, how'd you get started in this space? Well, let me tell you. So here, I mean, they've said it a million times over. Change it up. Ask them goofy questions. Go to Google and ask 50 hardest questions you can ask somebody or something. And then throw a couple at them. And then just watch them like, whoa, time out. Hey, well, uh, why don't we think about that? You know, I mean, you know, hey, Steve, if you were going to leave a legacy for your three daughters, what would it be? And, you know, that, make that the first question right out of the gate. Hey, everybody, we got Steve Larson here. Everybody knows what Steve does. Steve, my first question to you is, if you were to leave a legacy for your three daughters, what would you want it to be? And he'd just be like, okay, I was not expecting that. You, you know, you get them to, to engage more. It becomes far more personal. Change it up. I mean, just truly do change it up. I mean, I message, I don't know if we messaged yesterday, but I mean, Rachel Peterson and I, in a very professional way, I'm going to throw that out, we message each other all the time. Like, you know, two nights ago or, yeah, it was two nights ago. Two days ago, she messaged me and she just said, I love you. And it's a very, very friends only, I love you. She goes, Paul, Paul, Paul and I were just sitting here talking. He just wants you to know he's a lot tanner than you. We, we, were, we had a pseudo competition going to see who could get the tannest over the summer. I haven't been out in the sun. He's been out in the sun. So I see pictures of him. I'm like, holy crap, he is dark. And I am, I'm as white as they come right now. And so she's just like, I love you. I want you to know that he's tanner. So I'm like, yeah, he is. So I'm going to see him in two weeks. But you build those relationships with people. And so I guess my biggest thing is connect, invite people, invite them into your world and help them. How can you provide value? Chris Benetti, who builds funnels for Rachel Peterson and a lot of people on Russell Brunson's inner circle, how he got started was he offered to build funnels for free for Rachel Peterson. He reached out to her and said, I'm, I'm new. I'm really learning. I understand the tech side. I would love to build funnels for you. I'm not going to charge you a thing. If you ever need a funnel, I'll build it for free. And she was like, here's this kid wanting to build me a free funnel and hustle for me. She goes, so I chose to work with him and it eventually grew into a place. She pays him a retainer fee. So she pays him X amount a month and he's on retainer with her. Well, he's got retainer agreements with, I think, six or eight of Russell's inner circle that he builds funnels for. So every month they pay him a fee, whether they use him or not, they're paying him a retainer fee and he builds funnels for these people and he's grown and he's getting known and he's building some amazing converting funnels that are turning millions in revenue. And then when people recommend somebody, they recommend Chris Benetti. Well, Chris Benetti got started because he offered to build funnels for free for one big influencer in the group. Go out and whatever you're good at, offer to do that for free to some of the big influencers and watch what happens. You get, you'll get known. Even if you don't work with them, they'll start to recommend you. You need to talk to so-and-so. That person's hustling. I mean, I reached out to Rachel. I was like, Rachel, we need somebody at ClickFunnels who can build funnels for Jay Shetty. She's like, oh my God, I love Jay Shetty. I'm like, yeah, well, we, can you help? She goes, Chris Benetti, hands down, Chris, totally Chris. So I reached out to Chris. He's like, oh, I've been following Jay Shetty for two and a half years. He goes, I would love to talk with those guys. And so I got the team at, uh, uh, I got uh, the team over at uh, Jay Shetty to look at three people who build funnels in this community and they chose Chris Benetti. That guy built the most amazing offer I've ever seen. He sent it to me, he goes, I want, can you review this before I submit it? I was like, sure, I'll log into this thing. And I was like, holy crap, his, his offer, what he offered to do for them was freaking amazing. It was a funnel. And he built this funnel that flowed with all the click here's and here's and, and here's, my, 
here's one, two, three, here. He had six references, big names in the ClickFunnels group. These are people that I built funnels for. He reached out to them and said, I've got a big opportunity. Would you be willing to give me um, a, a testimonial? And they video testimonials that you could click on. And it's Alex Charfin talking about Chris Benetti. Man, he's amazing. This is what he's, I mean, I did not realize how good my funnels could look until Chris got involved. I mean, I'm just like, what the holy crap? This thing was amazing. The flow and the click here's and here's here's what I can do for you here. Here's what I can do for you here. Here's my offer. Here's you know here's here's what I can do. Here's the price. And I was like, Chris, that is. I mean, I said, I've got 25 plus years in the corporate space submitting proposals to Microsoft, the Pentagon, which is the group that runs all the U.S. government. I mean, I've submitted proposals to big companies. I've never seen anything like what he submitted to Jay Shetty's team. I was like, this is amazing. And he got the job because he flat out knew what he was doing. But he didn't get to that point until they offered to do something for free for Rachel Peterson. I want to provide value to you. I want to build you a funnel. He got known uh, the last year plus. He's been heavily embedded with Rachel and that's grown. More people, more people, ripple effect. So like you just said, you know, for somebody who's just starting out, who doesn't have an audience or a list or whatever it might be, learn something in this space that you think would be valuable to not only you, but to other people and start providing those services for free. Matt Ratliff, a good friend of mine, uh, he got known on the tech side and then he helped me out with something. I recommend him to everybody. And now he has become very well known in the community over the last six months for the guy that handles his tech stuff on the back end, all because he offered to help me out for free. And now I recommend him to everybody. Now he's got a funnel, he's got a, an offer. People are actually paying him monthly retainers now to help with all the tech back end of their funnels. So figure out something that is of value. Maybe it's Facebook ads or Google ads or something analytic, some way to help somebody take one piece of what they do off of their, their, their plate, take that from them, provide value, give it to them. And next thing you know, that person, like I said, recommends you to everybody. And you become the person known for that because the ripple effect of it is you, just, you start to grow quickly that way. Turn your, turn your Facebook page into a sales page, a sales funnel, create a Facebook group, drive traffic. It'll start out small, but it'll start to grow. It'll start to grow. Invite influencers into your Facebook group. That's how my group grew so fast. Rachel, would you like to go live in my Facebook group? I'd love to talk with you about anything unrelated to social media marketing. And she's like, okay. So I brought her in and I tagged Rachel Peterson on my deal. And all of a sudden, all the people wanting to join my group grew quickly. I mean, all of a sudden I'm getting, I'm getting, yes, 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 yes. The occasional no's. Now I'm at a point now where I literally go through and I tell probably 80% of the people who try to join my group no. Because I look at it and I'm where they're from and do they resonate with me? I learned something, um, which I have not followed for a year. They call it your dream 100. Who are your top dream 100 in your space? Yeah. Everybody? Well, I believe it's your dream five. You really only need five to crush it. So who's in your dream five? Who are the dream five you want to connect with? Well, you connect with your dream five, you connect with your dream five's audience as well. So connect with your dream five, provide as much value as you can with them. Uh, Russell Brunson taught at uh, Steve Larson's Offermind two weeks ago about the dream 100. And he said, log into your Instagram account, unfollow everyone, and only follow people that are in your dream 100. Engage with them, that's all you'll see. You'll see your dream 100 in your Instagram feed. Nobody else. You don't care who follows you. You're not worried about that. You're worried about who you're following and who their audience is. And so I immediately went through. I deleted all the people I follow on my Instagram account. 
uh, it wasn't big, it was like eight or 900 people. Family, I, everybody, everybody was gone. And uh, who I follow, uh, they still follow me, but who I follow. And I put my dream five. And in my dream five was one guy that I was always, I was always like, you're a turd, you're a turd, you're a turd. But I put him in because of what he was doing in relation to what I want to do. And he dropped in and then he put a post up and I saw this post. And so I responded and I said, man, this makes perfect sense. This speaks to me. That guy who just spoke at Funnel Hacking Live from the stage, he's in Russell Brunson's inner circle. That guy reached back out to me and he goes, what do you mean? How did this connect with you? Give me more details. And so I'm like, oh, well, maybe Russell was right. So I start to engage with him again. Well, this is how this is how it resonated with me. And I said, this is how it affected me. And this is what I think I need to do in order to take action on what you posted. And then he responded back with, that's amazing. I want more detail. How do you plan on doing that? And I'm like, what the heck? So here I am going down in his Instagram thread. Well, here's the crazy thing. I started getting more followers. And the followers I'm getting are people that follow him. So I'm building an audience with this guy. He's chatting me up on his Instagram account. And he's got, I forget, 47,000 followers on Instagram or something like that. His audience is now seeing him chat with me. And now they're starting to follow me. I turned my Instagram account into a sales funnel. It leads them to Air Fryer Secrets and my coaching course. And my new podcast that's going to be going live. So I've got this stuff embedded in my Instagram account. So as these people start to follow me, maybe they'll go click my links and learn more about me. Follow me on Facebook, whatever it might be. There's all sorts of ways to do this. That's using that Dream 100 in a way to connect. So you know, I would recommend to people who are very new at this, build your Dream 100, follow those people religiously and start to connect with them and engage with them. Engage with their posts. Russell Brunson likes my posts and responds to my posts in his groups. He left a comment on one of my personal posts on my Facebook page. Well, when Russell, who has 650,000 followers on Instagram, responds to a post, his audience sees that he responded to my post, and you get a little bit of that ripple effect. So it's another way to do it in, in this space for people who don't have an audience yet. Engage with your G100. The first thing, and I believe in it now. I didn't do it for a year. I believe in it now. I'm at that level now where I can use a Dream 5. But if I didn't know anybody in this space, I'd build a Dream 100 right out of the gate. I really would. I'd go in, build my Dream 100, connect and engage with them in every place that I can. Hey, so-and-so, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Well, they were new at one point as well. They were. They were new in the space. They weren't as big a brand. A lot of them will engage with you. A lot of them will come on your show, whatever it might be. Get, out, get them to come in your group, do Facebook Lives, whatever it might be. Just engage with them, engage with them, and then you'll get, I mean, do you know who Garrett White is? Wake Up Warrior? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so he's the one that I put down in my dream five. I was like, okay, he's coaching people. I want to follow him. I want to see how he does it. Maybe I don't necessarily agree with what he coaches, but I want to see how he's doing it. And uh, I got to the point where we actually like each other. I messaged him. He messaged me back. He goes, yeah, you're right, brother. I'm like, I had no respect for you. I said, I did not. I said, I do now. I get it. I mean, I, I have respect for you now. I said, I'm a Marine veteran. There was a video of you standing there in like a military uniform, standing on the beach in California, screaming at these married men. I'm like, what the? He's not even a veteran. So that bothered me. And so I reached out and he's like, sorry, man. He goes, I don't resonate. He goes, I don't connect with everybody. He goes, but you know how this works. You repel the right people, you attract the right people. Either way, it's the right people. Whether you're pushing them away or you're bringing them to you, you're repelling and attracting the right people. And so I was just like, that makes sense. So, right, I'm pushing away the guys I don't want to work with me. But I'm attracting the people I do. And he goes, 
I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, this, why did, so he invited me out to his event in uh, November in California. Tommy, come on out, we'll hang. And I'm just like, ah, oh, well, let me think about it. But I might, but we're connecting now. We're, we're chatting each other up on Instagram. Well, that's because I finally listened. I listened to Russell Brunson's advice to build out your dream 100. He goes, first thing, I, I mean, somebody asked him at, at Offermind, they said, Russell, what's the first thing you would do if you were starting over in this industry? He goes, I'd build my dream 100. Everybody needs to build their dream 100. Connect with your dream 100. Build that audience, and you'll start to engage, and you'll start to build a following much quicker that way. Because people, you engage with Russell, people see it, they follow you, they click on your links, whatever it might be. So for you, you know, if it's affiliate marketing, who are the top 100 affiliate marketers you want to engage with? Follow uh, Spencer Meekums, Rachel Lee. Rachel Lee is amazing. Uh, I, I keep she's a hidden gem. I don't tell people a lot about her because I don't want people to learn her secrets. That girl is freaking crushing it. And if you're not following Rachel Lee in the affiliate marketing I'm space, following her. <laughs> yes, that girl is crushing it. Uh, I know her numbers. Uh, I can tell you that she is one of the top affiliates in the ClickFunnels space. I mean, she's turning, oh, she's turning $45,000 a month in ClickFunnels commissions right now and growing quickly she's building a massive audience all these things she's doing she is uh she's doing extremely extremely well she does the majority of it is 100 percent organic traffic she drives traffic to her youtube channel to her facebook page to a landing page a chat bot to her email list youtube channel facebook chat bot email list back and forth this whole this whole circle right now she calls it her uh traffic ecosystem I think that's what it's called but she's just killing it she's crazy she's just she is killing it so find your dream 100 in the affiliate space pencil them all out do what russell says take your instagram account or create a business one whatever it might be but go create a new instagram account and make sure you only follow your dream 100 on instagram and see what they're doing and saying and, and where they're where they're playing and engage with them if they engage back their audience sees it or you comment a lot People start to click on you and realize who you are and follow you. It's a great way to start doing it, but drive traffic back to where you want. Where do you want traffic? Drive them to your Facebook page. Find me here on Facebook. They can come find you on Facebook. Your sales, your uh, your your uh, your um, your Facebook page looks like a sales funnel. You got a great cover photo. Speaks to who you are, what you do. Join my Facebook group down here on the side, and you start building this organic traffic to who you are by engaging with your Dream 100. So new people. Don't know what they're doing. I've never done this before. Build your dream 100 in the space. If it's Facebook ads or if it's funnels or if it's whatever, build your top 100 people, follow them and engage with them, invite them as, as much as you can. I tell people all the time, the worst thing you're gonna hear is no. That's it. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna circle back in 90 days with you. Hey, any chance? I mean, for almost a year, I sent Russell friend request and he denied every one of them. Finally, one day he sent me a friend request. It's going to happen. Engage with people. Build your dream 100. Russell has about 3,000 Facebook friends on his personal page. I'm one of them. I have 5,000. I'm always having to delete people to get new people on. So I'll go in, you know, I do that. I do the birthday purge. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Whoever's on my birthday list today, if they, if those people don't engage with me, you're gone. You're gone. You're I actually gone. did it. I just didn't know there was a name for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The birthday purge. So basically, you go down the birthday list today. Who who do I connect with? You get to stay. The other people 
happy birthday. I unfollowed you as a friend. So you go through and you remove them all. Then the next day you keep doing it. So I'm, I'm you know, so every day I'm, I'm able to move three or four people out so I can add three or four people who I might engage with back on. But yeah, that's what I would do. Build your dream 100 and follow that religiously. So two steps, build your dream 100 and find something you're really good at or get really good at something and offer those services to other people. Don't go sell ClickFunnels. I mean, you can sell the 14 day trial, but don't go try and teach people how to use ClickFunnels because there are people who have been crushing it for years teaching people how to how to, to build ClickFunnels and they got bigger names, bigger brands. You're gonna get the onesie twosies here and there. You're not gonna get the big stuff, but figure out something that works with ClickFunnels and go crush it with that. Love it, brother. Okay, before I ask the last question, tell me if you were to start it all over and if you could choose one thing to do more of and one thing to do less of, what would those be? Wow. Um, yeah. Um, if I were to start all over. In online space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I would I'd listen to Russell. I ignored that guy for a year. I'm like, this kid is dumb. There's, I mean, what is he talking about? And Steve Larson. And then I finally started connecting and started following these guys and realizing just how smart they were. But I would build that Dream 100 instantly. I mean, I finally started building out my Dream 100 two weeks ago. And I've been in this space for a little over a year. I'd build that day one. Uh, build my Dream 100. Know who in this space is doing what I want to do and follow them. Learn from them model them, incorporate that into my stuff. So that's the first thing I do is my dream 100. I love affiliate marketing. I love making money on somebody else's product. I mean, 40, 50%. Uh, I've made six figures since January uh, in affiliate marketing and other people's products. No work involved other than sharing that. I share it, I share it, I share it. I have no email. I have an email list. I've never sent an email list with an affiliate offer to it. I need to figure that out. So I'm obviously not the smartest affiliate marketer out there because I have a really big email list. I've not sent an affiliate offer to, I'm going to clean that up. I'll figure that out. But everything I've done has been organic, providing value to people. They come to my Facebook page. They see my offers up at the top. They sign up, whatever it might be. I've had probably in the last three or four months, I've had about six people uh, buy funnel hacks, which is either $1,997 or $2,997 buy it from me. And I don't even know them. They reached out and they're like, you provide so much value. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna buy this, I want to buy it through somebody who's helped me. I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. So you provide value, it'll come back to you in many different ways. So I would build my dream 100 list. I definitely look at affiliate marketing on how, you know, on how to do that. But what I would really do, which I'm finally starting to do now, is publish. You have got to find a place to publish regularly. I finally, I Steve's like, dude, I'm like, dude, all right. And so I'm I'm doing it. So I'm finally launching. A podcast. I'm finally going to launch a podcast because I've got almost 30 years. That's how old I am. 53. Uh, 53 as of what's today, Monday? As of yesterday. Yeah. No, Saturday. Saturday. So I turned 53 on Saturday. Um, I'm old, and but I've got a lot of knowledge in here from the sales space that I can give to people, and that's what I'm gonna do. My podcast is called Business and Sales Strategies. We may we may name it something else. Da do you know who Daxi is? Daxi Perez. Yeah, he was on the podcast as well. 
Yeah. So Daxi's going to build out my podcast for me. He's like, we're going to send it out to your audience. We're going to poll. We're going to, we may not call it business and sales strategies. There may be another name for it. But that being said, I'm finally launching a podcast because Steve, I mean, sure. He sat next to Russell for two years. He's going to get known. He's been on stage. So he's got an audience, but he thinks he said things did not click for him until he started building a podcast and finding an audience there. So he's, he's got two podcasts now. He's got one for uh, sales funnel radio and then he's got one for his secret MLM hacks. So both of those podcasts have skyrocketed up the list and they're both where they rank super high in their space. And that's where his audience is. He's building an audience of people who follow him religiously and listen to his podcast. And then they go to his offers. They click on links and they go sign up and they go learn more about him. And they follow him on Facebook and they go to his events. He just had 700 people at OfferMind. The very first funnel hacking live in San Diego had less people at it than Steve's OfferMind two, two weeks ago in Boise. I'm like, time out, wait a minute. So comparatively, year to year, first year in, first year in, you had more people at OfferMind than ClickFunnels had at Funnel Hacking Live. What's going to happen? amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look at that. Um, so, yeah, I would, um, oh boy, one thing, one thing. Build your dream 100 and figure, figure it out. You got to figure out where you want to play. Build your dream 100. Love affiliate marketing, but publish. Publish every day. What really started to resonate for me was I started going Facebook Live. Do you do Facebook Lives? Well, here and it's, then, but I should do it more scary. often. I deleted so many of them in the beginning. I'd be like, man, I look stupid. Whoop, delete. Because I'd go, I'd go Facebook Live and I'd ramble about whatever it might be. I don't know what it was. And, um, and what really took off for me was I started doing, I called them Friar Fridays, which I haven't done in about two months. So on Fridays, I'd set up my, my camera, I'd have my air fryer over there and I'd be cooking a meal at the air fryer and talking to people. And, uh, so Friar Friday started and then out of that came, you know, air fryer secrets, the book. So now I've got, there's 62 authors in the book who all writing a chapter on their niche. Steve Larson's in the book, Blake Newbar's in the book. Um, there's 21 people who are either two comical winners or in Russell's inner circle who are all writing a chapter in the book. So because I was publishing on Facebook, I mean, I look straight up stupid on Facebook. And to this day, I know I still look stupid. Yesterday, I went live going out to feed my buddy Jaime's pot belly pig. Hey, we're going to go feed, we're going to go feed uh, Napoleon. I went Facebook live and walked across the street and fed the pig. People tune in. You start to build an audience. I'm known for a couple of things right now. I'm known for hot air fryers. And I'm known for scooters. I mean, I go live all the time or take pictures of scooters and post it and engage on Facebook that way. People follow me uh, because of the scooters and the hot air fryers. Go live, publish, publish on your podcast, publish on your Facebook page. Get over the fear. My biggest fear, I mean, I had, you know, when I first started in this ClickFunnels space, I only had about 2,000 Facebook friends. Now I have 5,000. I'm always having to leave people out to add new people in. But what happened was I started publishing and I started building an audience and people who engage with my posts, I get the ripple effect of their audience as well. So whoever you have for Facebook friends, start publishing on Facebook, go live, Facebook live. Facebook loves live video. That's their number one deal for the algorithm. When you go Facebook live, it builds audiences faster for you. So go Facebook live as often as you can do it every damn day. Just go Facebook live publish, but you're going to get the benefit of everybody else's their friends list. Yeah. Whoever you have for Facebook friends, when you go live, especially if they jump in on your live and they engage, hey, do me a favor, give me the, that's why people see all the time, give me the heart, pound the heart for me. Well, you do the heart, 
as soon as you hit the heart on somebody's Facebook Live, your audience, whoever follows you, whoever you're friends with and your followers, now just got an alert. Kevin Steven is involved in this Facebook Live right now. And then, you know, they can tune in and they can go see what's going on. So turn your Facebook page to public. That was the hardest thing for me. I used to be friends only. Only friends can see my posts. Now it's 100% public. I get hate. I get people I don't know who, because they can see my page, will drop in and say stuff. Sometimes I got to block people. Most of the times I just don't care. But I just let it go. It, in the beginning, it bothered me. It really bothered me to go Facebook Live because I'm like, people can see me. I'm dumb. And here I am. What up? I mean, I've got good friends who are probably like, one of my friends started bodybuilding.com. So, I mean, you know, Ryan's worth 400 million. And here I am going on Facebook Live talking about whatever I'm talking about because <laughs> I'm nuts. And, uh, you know, and I'm just like, at first it bothered me about my friends seeing it. And, and now I don't care. I'm past that point now. And I know Facebook Live, I, I really do not care. Publish, go live, build your audience on Facebook because Facebook loves Facebook Lives. And when you go live, you get the ripple effect of everybody else who engages with you. I turn into people sometimes, uh, uh, we've never even said a word to each other. I'll click into their Facebook Live just to see what they're talking about. If it makes sense and it resonates with me, I'll watch it. I'll at least comment or leave my heart and walk away. And just to help them out too, it cooks that algorithm for them, that Facebook algorithm. The more activity you get in your Facebook feed, the more you're gonna get known. Uh, up until recently, I was always number one in the ClickFunnels group for engagement. Uh, Bailey, Bailey Richard is crushing it right now with all of her value-added posts. I'm just like, dude, I cannot compete with this one. She's an MIT grad. So the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which is the number one tech school in the US, she's a graduate of. She is a genius. She, I mean, she's literally a genius. So her post, I'm just like, what the heck is, I mean, this is amazing. So I'm not I even trying to- I think I saw some posts that were truly- Yeah, she is like, I'm like, this is value. I mean, she provides like monstrous amounts of value. So she has now become number one in the ClickFunnels group for engagement. So she took that title from me. And at first I was kind of like, ah, that sucks. Or for almost a year, I've been number one in this group for engagement. She now has it, but I'm still in the top five. But the Facebook algorithm, when I post something in ClickFunnels, or on my Facebook page, I get an audience. So I've learned the algorithm. I learned how the algorithm works. In your Facebook groups, you can go in the back and you can click on insights. You can see the best days and the best time of day for you to go live or post something in your group. Because you can see when people engage most in the insights. Same thing, ClickFunnels has it as well. They'll come in and they'll post at certain times of the day on certain days, because that's when they get the most engagement with their posts. It's the Facebook algorithm. Learn the algorithm and how it works and use that to your advantage. Go Facebook Live every damn time you can. I mean, seriously, I tell everybody, go Facebook Live. And people who join my coaching courses, the first thing I do is I take them Facebook Live. They're like, what, what, what are we doing? I'm like, we're going live on your page right now. And they're like, what? I mean, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go talk to your people. Let's go do this. And so we go live on their Facebook page. I get them used to having their face out there. That's the best way for them to build an audience, to start building a following, to, to get over their fears, get somebody outside that comfort zone. So. Do you recommend it on the page or on the personal profile or both? Personal page. On personal page. Yeah, you get more love from your personal page than you do your business page. I mean, your business page is great for running ads and driving traffic. If you if you want a chat bot to walk people through a process, send them to your, to, send them to your, uh, your business page. That's great for building your brand and driving people to your offers. Put a chat bot in. Who are you? What do you want to know about me? These are the things. Click here. Off they go. Get on my email list, get on my email list. Uh, but your personal page is where you build your biggest audience. So go live from your personal page so your family and your friends are going to see it. 
do it anyway. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Oh my gosh. I'm so with you. Cause I'd see myself and I'm like, man, I'm dumb. I'm deleting this. And I delete the first, gosh, I, I don't know how many I used to delete up front. Now I don't even care. I just leave them up there. I, I, I just forget about it. I don't even look at them. I mean, Steve Larson will tell you, he goes, I don't look at my stuff. I don't care. I just, I just know that one's going away. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever. Now he goes live a lot in his groups. I don't see him go live on his Facebook page, which I don't understand why he's got to understand Facebook gives more love to you on your personal page than it does anywhere else. Unless you're driving. I think when I heard some, some of his podcasts recently, he said, he said he doesn't need more leads. So maybe he doesn't just he doesn't. want new people. He in. doesn't. He has, he has such a, he has a community of hot followers, yeah. people who would buy his dirty socks if he sold them right now. I mean, he has such a big community of people that love that guy. That he does not need new leads. I'm a fanboy as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I am. I am as well. It's just an offer mine. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell. Maybe. Mm, well, we'll see. He is uh, his offer mine. He had his offer for Offer Lab at Offer Mine, and so many people signed up. He did 2.6 million in sales the final day of Offer Mine. Oh, wow. people who filled out the form and went back and paid and joined Offer Lab. 2.6 million in revenue. Jesus, that's just from the like. Just one day, yeah. He he did a he did the perfect webinar live for two days, and then dropped the offer. And people to the back and all signed up. Twenty five grand joined Offer Lab, and two point six million in sales. So the boy does not need new traffic because he's already got an audience of people who know, like, and trust Steve. They love Steve, and he drops an offer. People sign up. He uh, the lead pages, lead funnels, the lead funnels deal. Click funnels just dropped seven dollars. You get Russell Brunson's lead funnels. I bought his, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got it as well. So, I mean, I'm just it's like, just... straight up legit. Steve, waited until last minute and just dropped it. And uh, his, he's already got four or 500 people who bought the lead, lead funnels link from him. I'm like, straight up crazy. So that's what, four, that's, you know, $4,500, $5,000 in commissions. Plus all those leads, everybody just opted in. He now he's got four or 5,000 people if he had them, great. If he didn't, he's got more people he just added into his email list. So, hey, I've got something I new I want to offer to you. Hey, go get this. Here's what's going on right now. Here's a new contest going on at ClickFunnels. Here's what I'm offering you. Here's my value ladder. He sends it to his list of 70-something thousand people. They all buy. They get it from Steve. They get it from Steve. They get it from Steve. Steve will do five to six million in revenue this year. Kid is just bananas, man. He does not need new leads. So, yeah, yeah, he's doing it right. But he published. That's the first thing he told me when I was at Offer Lab about three or four months ago. He goes, Kevin, publish. Just do it. Publish. I'm like, I've been trying to get it out. He's like, stop trying. Get your podcast live. Go publish. He goes, man, dude, he goes, you are super smart. You know a lot about business and sales strategies and connecting people. Go publish because you will build a big audience that way. And Daxi and I, we did our initial call about a week ago. And he's like, holy crap. He goes, what we're talking about doing, no one is doing this. Not one person. There's nothing out there like this. He goes, you're going to create a blue ocean in a space right now that has a whole bunch of people who want to coach and mentor you. You're going to coach and mentor, but you're doing something different. He goes, uh, we got this. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's do it. So I'm finally going to publish. So, which, you know, I've got this now. So I've got my, I have my, my fancy new mic. Hey, what's nice. up? I've got all, I've got all this groovy stuff now, so that I can actually publish correctly. So we'll see. 
Well, wish you the best of luck, brother. Thank you, sir. And you, I mean, uh, seriously, if there's anything I can do to help you out, you let me know. I mean, I'm going to guess your space is affiliate marketing because that's how you introduce yourself. Yeah. How's it going for you? Loving it? Well, loving it. I was having a problem with like procrastination and perfectionism <laughs> and I waited yeah. too long, like learning, learning, taking the courses right. and all the things and it wasn't until like a couple of months ago that I started actually implementing everything that I've learned. So we, it took we me are really our own worst lot. enemies. Yeah. Neil yeah. Drog, you know this. We are our own worst enemies. We have got to get out of our, our own way. We absolutely do. And that's the other thing too is, and this is, a, you know, I've had, I had one person throw a hate at me, Julie Stoyan. Uh, we're friends. We're Facebook friends. But she, she threw shade on a post I put up in the ClickMonts group that blew up one day. I said, there are basically three or four types of people. There are your straight A students that over excelled at everything. They were perfectionists. They had to get a hundred on every test. They always turned in extra credit, homework, and whatever it might be. All this stuff went in because if you could get a 4.0, if they turned in enough extra, they could got a four or five for their grade point average. They did it. I mean, they would just they hated not getting a hundred on a test. They were just that anal about it. There's that person. Then there's the person who's super wicked smart, just hated school. And so they didn't apply themselves and they got C's, B's and C's. They were still, they're just as intelligent as the other person. They just hated school. They hated all that. And those are the types of people that I think do extremely well in this space. Even the, the C students who are super creative do really well in this space. The reason why is they don't care. They just want to get it out there as fast as they can to launch. Yeah. It's the type A super intelligent ones that always had to be the best at everything when it comes to that, that struggle because they're perfectionists. My son, who was going to school to be a doctor, my kid who's your age, he was going to school to be a medical doctor, decided he wanted to play in this space. So he started building out his own offers. It took him three months to build his very first funnel. And I'm like, dude, I can build a funnel in 30 minutes. And it took you three months. It's the nicest funnel you've ever seen. He learned how to custom code. He learned CSS. He learned all the nuances. He took all these courses, bought books on the art and the flow and the colors and everything. And I'm just like, what the? So he built a, chiro he built a chiropractor, a funnel. And it took three months. And I'm like, you're done. You, you're never going to make it in this industry. If you're doing one funnel every three months, you are never going to make it in this industry. And so he's very, 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 very type A. He overanalyzes everything. He probably has, when he got started in this space a year ago with me, He's probably purchased three or 400 books in relation to this space, and he reads them all religiously. I mean, back to back. He'll put comments up in the ClickFunnels group. If you're ever bored, just, he just he just recently started commenting in the ClickFunnels group. Find Channing Quinn. Follow my kid. He is wicked smart when it comes to this stuff. I mean, he is like NBA mind, wizard smart when it comes to this stuff. That's his space. I think his space is going to be coaching people <laughs> and teaching people how you can do this rather than try to implement it himself because he is the worst at implementing because he's that type A perfectionist. So, so my study, 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 never implement. I'm like, study what? Let's go, let's go do this. Let's build a funnel. The very first funnel that I built for somebody that clicked was for a, a weight loss coach. And she had a digital book. She had a digital version of a hard copy book. So her hard copy book sold on Amazon for $49.95. I got the digital copy of her book, built it into a funnel. You could buy the digital version of the book for $19.95 with an upsell to get five hours of coaching from her for $297. So we launched a Facebook. It was the ugliest funnel you've ever seen. It looked like a Word document. It was so ugly. I mean, it was so bad. 
I am not a good funnel designer. I mean, I could, now I'm better, but at first I was just like, crap. So this thing, I show people all the time. I'm like, this is how ugly this damn funnel was. So this funnel was looked like a Word document with you could buy her digital book. And so we cooked the Facebook algorithm for 72 hours. Uh, the ad, we dropped the ad, the algorithm came back with the data. Here's our target market. And so what we threw out for all women in these areas came down to, we need women that are between the age of 35 to 65. So they opt in on a 10 step anti-aging guide and then they get the offer for the book and then they get the offer for her coaching. 72 hours later, we launch it and we knew her target audience. So we went after her target audience in 72 hours, in three to four days, we did over $30,000 in sales. It just boom, it blew up. Everybody's buying her book. But what crushed her was people were upgrading and getting her $297 coaching package in five hours. And in three or four days, she turned off the ad and she has not relaunched the funnel yet. I built a two comma club funnel, the ugliest thing you've ever seen. In fact, I'll post it in my group to show everybody. You do not have to be good. You do not have to be the most amazing funnel builder out there. You need to have a good offer. That's it. I built her an amazing funnel that looked like complete garbage that would have crushed it and been a two comma club award deal, but she couldn't handle the business. She couldn't handle the traffic. You hear Steve talk about yeah. uh, the one guy he built a funnel for that was telling him to shut it off. You're going to bankrupt us. Shut it off. Same thing. Uh, Michelle it was just like, I can't handle the traffic. She was, I can't respond to all these people that need coaching. I'm like, well, take the coaching out. Holy crap. Sell the guide. And she never has. She's never relaunched. So I'm just like, oh, crap. So I'll post it to show everybody. But you do not have to be the most beautiful funnel builder in this industry. You have to have an amazing offer and know how to sell that offer. That's it. Love it, brother. Now tell people where they can connect with you and I will have the links in the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash Kevin. So for everyone who are interested to connect, You're awesome. just I'll go, go there. Uh, I, will, I will jump on that myself. Um, you know, I'm not one of those guys that likes to pitch anything on somebody's podcast. I'm just not that guy. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I go by my first and middle name, which is Kevin Steven. My true name, which my father's probably rolling in his grave over, is Kevin Stephen Quinn. Uh, I don't use Quinn. Uh, that's because I'm hiding. I'm hiding from some of our corporate clients. Um, who uh, We have this big company here in the U.S. called Verizon. And when they wanted to do business with one of my software companies, they requested access to my social media. And I'm like, what? So I instantly shut down Kevin Quinn and started Kevin Stephen and made myself 10 years younger. So my Facebook profile is 10 years younger and it's Kevin Steven. So Verizon can't find me. That's how Kevin Steven came about. It's because I couldn't let them find Kevin Quinn because Kevin Quinn had 10 years of me being crazy. I was like, I cannot, I cannot partner with. So we, they call it the fortune 500 and there's the fortune 100 fortune 50 and the fortune 10 Verizon's in the fortune 10. They're the, one of the 10 largest companies in the U S and when they were like, we want to do business with your software company. I shut it down immediately. So they can find me. That's a long way to say, find me on Facebook at Kevin Steven. I'm the goofy looking nerd. I'm wearing a black hoodie. I think I probably got my glasses on. Maybe I don't. Um, but you can find me there, Kevin Steven. I love to help people. I love to help people with mindset. What are you stuck on today? Let's, let's, let's get you past that. One of the kids I coach, uh, I, I was running a coaching uh, program. People pay me two grand a month to coach them. And one of the guys I started coaching was this kid, Chris, from Philadelphia. He's an IT guy. And the very first call that we were on, I was like, what are your plans? Where do you see yourself in 90 days? He said, oh, 90 days. So we start going through, the, you know, kind of a breakdown of his goal. And uh, I was like, that doesn't work for me. He's like, what? I said, really? 90 days? It's going to take you 90 days to do that? No. I said, 
here's your date. And it was 16 days from the day we got on our first call. Here's your date. We're going to launch your webinar on this on the on August 16th. He had 16 days to completely build out his entire webinar with the offer, everything. And he did it. The kid, I mean, 90 days is what he was originally set for that goal. And I shrunk it down and we launched it on a certain date, held his feet to the fire, set goals. We got him through it. And he we were just talking, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before. He's like, Kevin, he goes, until I met you, I never knew that I could do things like this. He goes, I just, I never had the faith in myself. Didn't believe myself. I knew it was going to take me 90 days to build out this webinar. And he goes, you forced me to build a webinar, a full-blown coaching webinar, all the courses, everything in there. This entire course and webinar was launched in 16 days. Because my wife wanted to know where I was hanging out. Because I'm in the, you know, I'm in the office. I'm just cranking away on this stuff. Because I know the next morning, I've got a call with you and I have goals I have to meet. And so that's what I love. I love getting at people and finding out where are you stuck? Let's get you unstuck. But if you're not held accountable, I mean, you know, if you got a call with me tomorrow and you haven't met your goals, I'm going to call you out and say, listen up, turd, you're paying me a lot of money. Where are we at? And uh, so at any rate, um, but I'm not saying, hey, I want to charge people money. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is if you're stuck, reach out. Let's find a way to get you unstuck. Let's get you launched. Let's figure out what in this process might be the missing piece that gets you to that point where you can now turn this and monetize it and make revenue off of it. So Kevin, Steven, they can find me on Facebook and uh, I have a crazy little group where I try to help people called Digital Impact. So you can find me there too. And I highly recommend the group. I'm a part of it. So everybody links in the show notes again. You rock. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate, uh, again, I appreciate you uh, reaching out and asking me to be on your your, your podcast. I love, I know you can't tell. I love talking. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love to talk. So, uh, you, you're, you're, uh, um, you're a good guy for reaching out and asking me to be here and I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, Kevin. And you're wrong, I appreciate you too. Thanks brother. Thank Everyone. you. Make sure you subscribe, share it with your friends and leave a review if you like the show. And until next week, goodbye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking to the end. I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, I enjoyed so much talking to Kevin. He's an awesome guy, as you can tell. And even though this was a long podcast, I hope it was well worth your time. So if you want to connect with Kevin or myself, all the links will be in the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash Kevin. You can find all the links over there. And again, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, subscribe. There is new content coming out every Friday. And share it with your friends. Like, let's help more people. Let's spread the word. Uh, And until next Friday for your success. Cheers.